Welcome back to Fold in the Cheese. It's your boy, Kate Troll on the mic, and we've got Ethan back in studio. He is back. I am joined, as always, by the Harry Dunn to my Lloyd Christmas. I've had it with this dump. We got no food. We got no jobs. Our pets' heads are falling off. Okay, just calm down. What the hell are we doing here, Harry? We gotta get out of this town. Yeah, and go where? Where are we gonna go? I'll tell you where. Some place warm. A place where the beer flows like wine. Where beautiful women instinctively flock like the salmon of Capistrano. I'm talking about a little place called Aspen. I don't know, Lloyd. The French are assholes. Ethan, back in Michigan. I guess you were already in Michigan. Maybe. The panic room. I won't panic room it was, it was a different part of Michigan. I really had to escape to get to this panic room. But yes, good to be back in studio. I was just mentioning, it's like, ah, good to be back in the digs, man. It's just a sense of comfort. The panic is over. I feel better. I don't have to be young to Jersey like yeah, Ariel there. So I feel all right. Feeling good. Yeah. How was the trip, man? You've been gone for a hot minute. Yeah. So we went to Disney for last week and yep. we were there from Saturday to Saturday. So we talked about that. That was great. And then once we got back, I was home for like two hours and then went up with my brother and father-in-law, you know, Kyle Seeger, friend of the program. Uh, and we went to go on a little hunting trip. So just got back yesterday night. Um, unfortunately, no one was successful this past trip. It was a rough one. Some snow. We had one missed opportunity anyway. The no deer were successful. We'll say the deer one. The deer one this time. But maybe for Thanksgiving, there might be a day where we can sneak out. But we'll see. We'll, we'll see. see. Okay, sweet man. Well, it's good to have you back. Good to have yeah. you back in your in the confines of your comfortable home there, looking normal again. Got your Steve Young rocking that today. I'm rock, rocking the Titans because Thursday night football, baby. Thursday Titans. Night. Let's go tonight. We're gonna get to our picks a little bit later here. Got some updates on some injuries and some news around the league. We'll get the picks and pick them uh, update from last week. Make our picks here. Then we get oh, yes. some uh, trivia. We're gonna do some dumb and dumber trivia today. Oof. I'm, I'm nervous, but excited. Uh, so when I was in Disney, I was with my buddy Jonah. And this is probably one of our top five movies of all time. And we always go back and forth quoting it. But it's been a while since I've actually like seen it. You know, you yeah. always talk about movies, you always quote them. But then to like actually not have seen it in a while, it's going to be tough. So I'm, I'm curious to see, one, the trivia you come up with. And two, I could be like 0 for 5 or 5 for 5. So I don't think there's any in between. <laughs> some of these are definitely going to be super easy for you. And some okay. of them... Um, I think you'll be fine with. I really think you'll be fine with all these. I did not. I did not go Rocky one on you with okay. these. So I think you'll be fine. I love that. Uh, uh, anyway, Fanacek was took a lot of heat from our our friend Fanacek on completely botching Rocky one. He was, I was just saying all he, over me on that. He trolled you with the poster. He trolled like he was like, dude, Rocky one. Uh, okay, but then he tried to call us out for Day Bow Bow. I thought we talked about that it was in the in the movie. Like that's why it came up. No, I think I specifically remember not tying the circle on that. He was right. Like I, I mentioned Ferris Bueller and right. then I kind of segued to something else and then got to Day Bow Bow, which in my head was like, I thought of that because of Ferris Bueller. I was going to say, I never, like, that's yeah, the I never only reason why the you and I would have been talking about that song. Bow, bow, Day Bow Bow. Right, that's iconic Ferris Bueller. I, I thought that was one, a given, and two, that's why we were talking about it, but I guess, I guess we missed it. Fanacek would know. He is the detail guy. So he's I get a detail it. guy, man. He would definitely yeah. know. And as a listener, he's also a consumer of the content. And like, you yes. know, you know how it is. Like when you're putting the content out, sometimes you just kind of black out. Like you don't it's know true. what you said. I don't know what I said 10 minutes ago. You know, it's like, whatever. The listeners is very keen 
And uh, we appreciate that about our listeners, honestly. I just love when he was talking about just going down IMDb rabbit holes because I do the exact same thing. Probably not to the extent he does because, again, like that's his his true passion and, and just finding all these different branches. But it's true. You can just get sucked in. And I don't remember what comedian it was, but I think it was probably Anziza. I'm sorry. So like, did you know Joe Pesci was also in this? With <laughs> just You just get yeah. sucked in. And Dude, I'll, I will tell you. So first off, he he's like – Grew up watching a bunch of TV and movies and stuff. He was like really interested in that. He worked in a movie store, which you often hear about people who know like a ton about movies. They work in movie yeah. stores. Like they get to watch them kind of all day. They, they're reshelving them. They're stocking them. Like they're kind of in that space all the time. And then he was an actor. So like he also has like personal experience doing some of this stuff too. So like he's, he's just a wealth of knowledge in that space. Yeah, no kidding. His podcast is legit awesome. You got to check it out. I mean, yeah, it, I do have to. I, I, I know like, um, it, it is the IMDb rabbit hole. So to your point, like if it, I remember we used to do this in college, some, I was never like a huge person into it, but I remember a bunch of the guys did it and you get, you, you'd be like, yes, I, I know exactly where you're going with this. Like I've been that rabbit hole guy. I've been there. Um, he just does a, He does a really good job of weaving it all together. Um, kind of like, I don't know. Yeah. IMDb is probably one of the greatest websites in the history of the internet, just because like, Oh, who was that actor in X? And then you just let me IMDb it. And then you're like, Oh, there it is. Or like, even like what episode, because I'll be watching some show, I'm like, oh, 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 I know, I know that guy. <laughs> and then so you IMDb, it's like, that's why I know him. Like, I'm watching Suits, as you all know. Yep. And uh, we're pretty far into it. We are on season six or seven. And again, no spoilers for me, please. So don't give me say, like, oh, my gosh. So Lewis is currently involved with this woman who's pregnant with another man's kid, but he loves her. Anyway. And I was like, why do I know this woman? And I was like, why, where have I seen her? And so IMDb it, went to the episode, clicked on it. I'm like, yep, this is her. She was freaking the cheerleader in Orange County. And I was like, <laughs> yes, this is why I know her. And I could picture it exactly. Like, yep, that is her. That so you, is her you exactly. would think that your wife would, would love IMDb because she's always like, this is that guy with the thing in the, in the hair and you know, like the, the shirt that he wears, you know, that guy. But the problem is I'd say the, the name of the movie like, I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. yeah. Uh, that's true. I do, a, I do a pretty good job of that actually in person. Um, I, I just have like a much more limited knowledge base, you know. Right. But what I do know I can you I know. can pick it up. I'm like, oh, that's, you know, uh, he talks about her a lot. Uh, that's Jan Levinson from The Office or whatever. Like, you know, it's just if you see them in other settings, sometimes it's really off guard. It catches you off guard because you're kind of like, yeah. or they're like playing like slightly different type of character, you know, where they're like, True. you're an asshole in this in this show, but you're Very like nice. the love interest in this show. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's that guy, you know. Well, so going back, guy in Game of Thrones who was like, um, uh, the queen's husband, um, on the crown, and he's like. Oh. This bad guy in the, in the Game of Thrones, you're kind of like, who's kind of a kind of a jerk in the crown as well. Uh, Philip, it's so kind of like, ah, I don't know if I like him anyway. So it kind of it kind of works in that case. But like, you're like, man, I know he's also got like a giant blonde wig on, you know, it's so like there's all these you can pick up on certain features. You just you know, you've seen them somewhere. It's true. And it's also weird when you haven't seen that person in a long time. Like, honestly, I don't think looking at her IMDb profile, like she hasn't really done much since Orange County. So but for me to see her in suits, I'm like. I swear, like, why do I know her? Like, I didn't know her name, and I couldn't pick, but I was like, I know I know her. And so I did. And then you talked about Game of Thrones. I think we talked about this before, but obviously King Joffrey was in Batman Begins. He was the kid on, like, I think he was Commissioner Gordon's son talking to him on, like, the fire escape in the first movie. So everyone's like, oh, it's this wholesome little kid, and then he's such a dick in Game of Thrones. Such so. a dick, yeah. It's funny. It, it is more fun to, to do the, the child actors when they grow up. Yeah. Kind of like... Oh my God. Like uh, you just, I don't know. You kind of, you can project what they're going to look like when they get older, but True. when they turn out that way, it's just kind of wild. Yeah. But anyway, um, 
I guess all that's to say, I don't have any idea why we went on that tangent, but thank you, Anna check, check out the podcast again. Can't recommend it enough. Um, I have a listener question that I wanted to bring up today. Ooh. And I thought it's really good because going back to our roots about why we started this podcast, yes. number one, because we're just two dickheads who want to talk about football all day, but also to help people, to help people through the mechanics of fantasy football, right? Yes. There's a lot of strategy. We talk, we mostly talk, I'm going to say strategy in air quotes because like there are people that cover a lot more strategy than we do, but most of the stuff we talk about is going to be like, hey, this will help you determine if you want to start or sit a certain player, sure. if it's not a good matchup to pick up off the waiver wire or whatever we have the mechanic stuff that we we either covered it earlier episodes or we haven't covered before so i get a i get a question hey is this guy's in our in our yahoo league hey how when do they tell you when an injury if the guy's going to play or not you know like how, when do you find out those questionable guys going into the games when do you find out if they're going to play or not yeah and then what do i do about a guy if he's questionable and he's playing on monday night football mm-hmm. right that's tough and one. so I thought this is a really good opportunity for us to share this advice with everybody. Um, because if, for me, I just kind of take it for granted. I've been doing it for so long. But for someone who's new-ish or has been playing a little bit and hasn't quite caught on to this, like the injury reports, the official injury reports for the games typically come out 90 minutes before kickoff. So for the noon, 1 o'clock Eastern games, you're going to see those at 1130 mm-hmm. every Sunday. The problem with that is it's, it's Monday night. It's dependent great. on the game, right? Okay. So Monday night, the, inj- the final injury report doesn't have to come out until an hour and a half before kickoff Monday night. Yeah. Which means if you've already played all the other players in your team, you can't sub in someone who's already played for a guy who's now injured on Monday night. True. So then he says, okay, what do I do about that? And he's got Kyler Murray going this Monday, for instance. And we're not sure if Kyler's going to play. I've heard the coaches say, like, it's it's up in the air who we're going to start. Colt McCoy's got a slight injury now, too, apparently. Tweaked his knee in the game. Where's Josh um, Rosen? Let's get him back. Josh Rosen, yes. <laughs> Um, who's actually a stud college quarterback, but anyway, um, I I've heard from disappointment. Like, I've heard from like beat reporters that, um, they, they think Kyler's going to sit another week. So I'm kind of like, I don't personally don't think based on that news, I don't think he's going to play tonight or Monday right. night, but he could. And the only way to, to hedge against him not playing is to have another player in that same game, basically. And this is true of wide receivers. It's a lot easier with wide receivers and running backs, but right. Cause there's more depth and all that quarterbacks are running a little thin, especially on tough. Monday night. Especially when you're playing the 49ers, where Jimmy Garoppolo is probably on a team. Uh, maybe, maybe, maybe not. I don't know. It right. depends. On, we're in a 12 team league. He's on a team, but like right. I think in a normal 10 team league, he's, he's probably, probably not available on that. So that was that was my recommendation. It was my first thing was like, okay, first off, he had Dallas Goddard, who just he's been put on IR. That's one of the injuries we're going to get to here. He's on IR now. So I was like, drop him in your IR slot. It frees up on your roster spots. Then you go pick up either Colt McCoy, who is the backup to the guy you have, or Jimmy Garoppolo, if he's available, right, or pivot entirely and just say, I don't think he's going to play. Like sometimes you really do have to guess. Sometimes you have to guess, and sometimes you have to just play it safe. And like you know what, I don't think he's going to play. If he does, oh well, I had to make a decision. Or if he does, he might be injured and he's not going to play that well anyway. Like whatever. But sometimes you do have to make a decision before the games kick off. But Mm -hmm. anyway, I thought it was a good question to ask in general about the mechanics of when the injury reports come out. Um, Because he's like, I don't want to check my phone on Sunday. I'm like, well. (laughs) Sorry, <laughs> you're gonna have to do that. <laughs> I just say get the app. You know, like the Yahoo, we use Yahoo for this league, this particular league, but ESPN does it too. Get the app. They turn on notifications. They'll send you a notification based on like your players. You know, has gone down from questionable to out. Right. And all of a sudden, you get a big notification. I'm like, oh crap! I got to get back in my lineup and change that. So anyway, thought that was a it was a valid question. It is a valid question. I mean, it's just 
unfortunately it is you're just kind of constantly checking uh i mean it's a good indicators when you're looking at throughout the week if they've been practicing or whatnot now sometimes with your bigger name players they'll probably just rest them regardless so it is tough but yeah you, you kind of do gotta you know keep up to date with those um but yeah for the monday night and thursday night those do kind of screw you a little bit just because of those different timelines uh i do see live update uh taser has picked up taylor heineke and has started him and currently so he's okay. kind of just going safe getting a guy he knows is going to play sunday uh which i think is probably the smart play just because you know 49ers defense is good and if it's yep. not kyler you probably don't want colt mccoy i mean that's no. a that's a fair it's a fair because you don't want to be going into Monday night with a huge question mark, whether you even have a small lead or if you're behind a little bit, and then just to get a big old goose egg. So I think it's a smart play uh, to play Heineke. So well done, Hazer. You you listened a little bit, and you went out and did your thing. Smart I think play. more than anything, more than strategy, he just doesn't want to have to check his phone Monday night. And he's going <laughs> to be like, I forgot to look, and then I then the game started and Kyler didn't play, and I had him in my starting lineup, and yep, that happens too. Sometimes going safe is the best way. Sometimes. Sometimes mm-hmm. it is. Um, the other thing I would say, this is kind of ties into this from a recommendation standpoint is you mentioned Thursday night football. When you have a player who's playing on Thursday night and you definitely want to start them that week, put them in their positional yeah. position, Don't not a flex. flex. <laughs> yeah. You want to keep the flex open to any position that you may need to use because injuries can crop up later in the week and mm-hmm. you can change your mind later in the week. So if I have Derrick Henry and I've got two other good running backs, I'm going to make sure Derrick Henry is slotted in a running back slot, not the flex slot. Because you were going to play him regardless, but yep. uh, and you know he's going to play on that Thursday night, but if you put him in that flex, if one of your running backs gets hurt, then you're screwed because you can't move Derrick Henry up once it's been locked in. So yes, that's a that's a smart move. I actually I made that mistake early in the season. I wasn't paying attention. Uh, Allen Robinson was playing on Thursday night. I had him in my flex because I think it was something with like a bye week. He had come out, and then I was just, I'll oh, just put him back in at some point. And he was in my flex, but I wasn't paying attention that week to the Thursday night. So he got locked in. And then I actually, I had too many, I didn't have enough wide receivers. I'm like, crap. Like, yep. So I think I ended up winning that week regardless, but it was, it was a oh, error. Brag. It's one that should have bragged. Should you bragging over there? Bragging about your, oh, yeah. bragging over, win. bragging over my 500 record, five and five. Woo! Bragging over a win. <laughs> hey, some of it, it's hard to come by for some of us. All right. Yeah, it is. Um, all right, great. Let's dig into some news and injury updates, shall we? Let's do that. Cooper Cup is the big name, right? He has been put officially on IR. He's having yeah. surgery. I think they're going to shut him down for the year. There's a chance he comes back um, after the four-week window, somewhere in the six-week range. It could be like playoffs for fantasy championships or something. But like, but if they're if they're out of the playoff picture, there is no reason for him to come back. I mean, I know he's a very competitive guy. He might want yeah. to get back on the field, but from a logistical standpoint, there's no reason. And it, why does this always happen? Whenever you and I record a podcast, we finish it. Then like 20 minutes later, breaking news. Because literally, we finished. I go back. I was just scrolling through my phone 20, 30 minutes away. I was like, oh, Cooper Cup on IR. I haven't heard it. Like, we were just talking about this thing. He may not. He may do it. And then bam. So let's just dedicate five minutes at the end of every episode for us to just sit on our phone. We're just going to sit. And just, just us on it on screen. No sound. Nope. Yeah, no sound. Just waiting for updates. So yep. Okay. Done. Done. Um, so he's I think he's probably no longer fantasy viable. I understand why someone will put him in their IR slot instead of dropping him, because if there's any chance he does come back for whatever reason, like you said, he is super competitive. I could see him being like, No, I'm gonna play if I can. Right. I don't care if we're three and ten, like I'm gonna I'm gonna play. Um, so I don't know. There's there's some some hope there, but probably gonna have to make other plans. I, I'm curious to hear your thoughts on like we talked about the sum. 
I've been having second thoughts about it a little bit. I know you're hopeful, at least, that Allen Robinson yeah. fills in a lot of those targets, yeah. really boosts his role. He becomes like a true number one. I'm starting to come around a little bit on like, hmm, maybe Ben Skoranek is like similar style player out of the slot. Like maybe that's viable. I mean, he was relatively viable in the first half of the season with Cooper Cup and Allen Robinson. I mean, he was kind of, honestly, he was probably the second option besides Tyler Higby. I'm saying from the wide receiver perspective. Um, I mean, he was getting touchdowns. He was getting looked to where Allen Robinson was just kind of getting forgotten, kind of getting lost in there. So now that Allen Robinson moves over to W wide receiver one, once again, Skoranek is still there. And then you got Van Jefferson coming back. So his role, I feel like is still going to be pretty well carved out. Um, Again, the consistency is going to be tough just because last when it was Cooper Cup, Skoranek was kind of like a boomer bust touchdown, but he would still get maybe three or four receptions, which would help. But I honestly, at this point, I think if you're if you had to look to bench Skoranek, you might be in trouble. Uh, I'm kind of hopeful with Allen Robson just because I need. <laughs> I see you raising your hand. I need him to, and I think I think this is actually going to help Allen Robinson because once again, even if Stafford's not going, you still got Walford in there and uh, Walford. Walford. What was my whoa? So Walford. Come on, he's our man. Going back to when Cooper Rush was in for Dallas, you gotta feast force feed your your horses. And this is the time. You know what? This is why we went out and got Allen Robinson. He was supposed to be a great compliment to Cooper Cup. Hasn't really formed yet. Now let's just make him that guy and show why we did it. So mm-hmm. I'm actually a little hopeful for Allen Robinson. Uh, I'm hoping that will kind of turn it around for him to say, like, hey, we got no one else. You're, it's coming to you. So get ready. Now let's get number one and maybe even bracket coverage on a guy who can't get separation on the second corner. Let's see how that goes. That's what I hear is like Allen Robinson is about to get shut down. I mean, I, I agree the the targets should go up quite a bit and that's, yeah. that's a big hopeful for you. Did you, um, I meant to send this to you when it came out, the gridiron Heights um, where it was the Super Bowl hangover for the Bengals and the Rams. Did you no. see that episode? I've been watching a few of them because we share a YouTube account for um, when we post this stuff. I've been yeah. watching a bunch of them that pop up on the feed. Uh, but I didn't see that one. Okay. It was a few weeks ago, but go back because it's a great, it, it's a good episode. It is literally yeah. a parody on the hangover and it's with the Rams and the, the Bengals. So it's That's good. good. Check it out. Always, always a good time. Yeah. Um, speaking of Stafford, he's apparently still in the concussion protocol. So first off, I got to give props to Fanacek here because he, he busted that on me in the podcast <laughs> and I completely blew through it. I had no idea that he was actually concussed. Right. And he ended up missing the game. And I felt like such a boob. I had no, no clue. Vanacek comes here all prepared and stuff, and I'm like, uh, yeah, oh, he's got just a bruised ego. He's fine. He's, like, he's got a bruised ego. He's, bruise he's not going to play. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been relevant fantasy info for uh, the listener. The listener. So Stafford is still apparently in the protocol, and Sean McVay doesn't know if he has a concussion or not. That's the big news. He's not been told, I guess. But Amon Ra chest injury or what? Or Christian Watson, excuse me. Christian Watson. Yeah, Christian Watson. I don't know. Um, so we have to monitor that one too. I haven't seen the update since yesterday. Uh, maybe maybe the last five minutes of the show, we'll check out Stafford. There we and, go. Uh, see if he's going to go or not. But yeah. keep an eye on that one. John Wolford did not look good this week. He looked <laughs> great last year when he came in. He was did not look good this past week. So I'm a little bit less hopeful than I was before. Right. About him. Um, so Zach Ertz is done for the season. This is big news too in Arizona. He's going to have knee surgery. He's done. Um, Trey McBride steps in. He's a, he's a rookie. He won the Mackey award last year. Best tight end in the country. He's out of Colorado state. I don't know what to expect. I mean, I think it, talent's probably there, but I don't know if it's, if it's going to have uh, the same type of a role. Um, TBD probably worth a speculative ad. If you need a tight end, I don't know if I'd play him this week necessarily, but he could, he could go off. Who knows? It's tight end. Sad. Um, 
Khalil Herbert was put on IR as well. He's done for the year. He had this hip injury. Guess that's why they're kind of lowering that, his production. Yeah, I mean, his touches have gone down like crazy. But yeah. um, this really escalated, this injury. Like, he went from like, a, oh, it's a hip injury, similar to Leonard Fournette. And you're like, oh, so he might be back next week. And he's like, no, he's done nope. for the year. I'm done. All right. So that's really sad. That sucks to see. Um, Zeke is getting in limited practice again this week. He did that last week and didn't play. It only matters because, like, you'd love to have clarity on, like, if Tony Pollard has a backfield to him. You go all in, right? Yeah. Um, and, and if Zeke's playing, honestly, you have to play him because he's a touchdown maker, you know? Mm-hmm. I'll get so, those gold like snakes, so. Uh, Jamal Williams didn't practice uh, illness. Usually when it's like a midweek illness kind of thing, these guys rebound and they're fine. It didn't say COVID or something like that. So probably a bug of some kind, flu, maybe a bunch of stuff going around. I'm hacking up a lung, certainly. So <laughs> these guys usually recover pretty quickly and are back by game time. But keep an eye on that because DeAndre Swift getting like five carries a week ridiculous so i'm gonna touch down but the fact that his load is literally six carries is absurd but yeah trying to manage the the two and trying to hold it keep him fresh for the playoffs yeah Uh, hollywood brown was activated from ir this this kind of bothered me because like kingsbury is saying stuff like he'll be ready by december 15th the latest and you're like why would you say that why is that the way you talk like why do you (laughs) how about like at the earliest november 30th or something you know like no at the latest mid-december and you're like He's Thank tempering you. expectations, man. He's tempering. He will be fine for some year in the future. Like <laughs> he that. will. You will see him on the field again at some point. <laughs> cool. Um, so he's been activated, which means he could play this week. I, I don't know if he will. I don't. What's don't What's that going to do to Robbie Anderson's production? I mean, Robbie Anderson's dude production is lighting the world on fire. It's like three targets, one catch for negative three yards. I mean, watch out. Watch. I was out. laughing. Um, Field Yates on ESPN had a funny, funny line about like, is there like a Seven day money back guarantee window on that whole deal. <laughs> it's like, and they send him back to Carolina for that pick for that um, 30th round pick. Totally woof. worth it. Back. Yeah, that was like a baseball draft pick. Uh, <laughs> woof, not great. So, we talked about Kyler earlier. Um, could miss another week. Uh, Jeremy Fowler is the one who reported that. And then, um, Eno Benjamin, your boy, Eno, you were hanging on to him. He gets claimed by the Texans. That was Doesn't hilarious because you're like, help me. What am I supposed to do with that? The you have Damian Pierce, so like I guess you have his handcuff, but like you can't. It's basically if he went to the Texans, the Giants, the Bengals, or the Titans. It's like those are the four places like you just can't go. And yep. then he went to one of them. Like, okay, yep. great, thanks. Great, thanks so much. Well, really, goodbye. You know, it was goodbye, fun you know it's been real. Are you going <laughs> to hang on to him as a handcuff, or are you just going to no? Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they still have like a Rex Burkhead. It's just there's no handcuff there. It's just they just pray Damian Pierce stays healthy. He's their only player for yes. real. I actually have like a legit quandary here because like I have Brandon Cooks. This is why I raised my hand on Ben Skoranek. I was oh, like, that's right because you put him in. We're play- first of all, we didn't even mention it's rivalry week. Rivalry week. It's our rivalry week. I yeah. actually forgot to mention on Tuesday we had our official rivalry week last week in this Yahoo League because that I played was? my brother. Week ten, I played my brother and I smoked him. I absolutely smoked him. His team is no bueno. Yeah. <laughs> His team is no bueno. I beat about I like beat Josh. I didn't realize. I thought my I thought my rival was Aaron. I feel like I always play Aaron. It used Aaron. to be. It used to be, but when Hazer jumped in, I had to switch him up. Oh, uh, that'll do it. Yeah. So I figured Hazer and Aaron made more sense and you and Josh are good. Okay. That is good. And I beat him because AJ Brown threw up a donut, basically. He was Boom. the best. Boom. <laughs> <laughs> uh so anyway. Why did I even mention that? I don't even know. See, here's Robert what we're talking week about. Robert week for you and I. Robert week for us. That's right. That's right. So I got Brandon Cooks in there, and I'm like, okay, part of me is thinking I should drop him and pick up Nico Collins because he's maybe the better option, especially if there's like a disgruntled Brandon Cooks. Are they going to kind of phase him out? 
let him be mad on the sideline? Or are right. they going to pepper him with targets? Is he going to like ball out so he can get a new contract somewhere? I don't know, man. That's a tough call. I mean, yeah. Even or if I were against Ron, I can say screw it. Even if I weren't playing you, it's still like I, I don't know what to tell you in that situation, just because you don't want to not play Brandon Cooks, pick up Nico, and then Cooks plays, goes off. Like, like this was stupid. Like what the hell? Yeah, and I can't afford to keep them both either. That's the other thing. It's like I, I can't just drop. I'd have to drop Brandon Cooks basically, and I, it's my problem. I have on my bench. So there's a question for you, I guess. Yeah. So my team is not good, but I feel like my players are good. If that sounds kind of weird, but like I don't have anybody on my bench that I want to drop that I'm like, oh, I could definitely drop this guy because he's he's a he's a nobody. They're all like playable guys, you know? And so yeah. and I've got like tight end has been a trouble for me. I actually dropped Kyle Pitts. I finally I saw did that. It. I dropped him. I'm playing I mean, Jawan Johnson for the Saints. I don't. I care. picked him up in my neighborhood league because I had down yeah. scattered. <laughs> I'm legit going to play him. And I have David Njoku on my bench who I want to play, but I'm just not sure if he's going to be healthy. If I knew he was healthy, I would run with one tight end. I'd be good. Right. Because I don't, I have to keep him on the bench. So we only have five bench spots in this league. But my other guys are like Trevor Lawrence. I'm not going to drop him. I'm going to need him for a bye week anyway. And I don't want someone else to pick him up. Um, who else have I got down there? You got Kareem Hunt. James Robinson. Kareem James Hunt. Robinson, who I'm saving for later in the season. He's got great matchups coming up. And, and I want to see how his role develops. Kareem Hunt is like, he's a plug and play. He's not good. And he's not helping me much. But again, if I need a running back one week, I'd like to have him available at least. Yeah, I, I don't mean, know, man. I'm just, I'm having trouble figuring out who to, who I would drop in these. I guess I, I guess I would drop Kareem in that case. I but. would say Kareem or, I mean, if you're really hell bent on keeping Njoku just because Jawan Johnson is literally touchdown or bust. Uh, yeah, you would have to, I would, Kareem has not been good. <laughs> He's not been good, man. He's not getting the passing down work that we expect from him. He's getting the snaps. He's even getting the touches Yeah, in most cases. But I'm used to him getting like five receptions a game, you know, where it's like that's money. And he scores like every other game, but he has not scored in a while. True. I don't know what to tell you, man. You're in a tough spot there. But honestly, I would probably just keep with Cooks just because if he plays, he's the difference maker. And he's going to be the one. If he's actually going to play – they're going to give it to him. They're not just going to let him just run around out there. So this also sucks this year. So I'm not sure that's even any good, which is why Brandon cooks wants out of there. I think Yeah, he's like, we are terrible. He's like, if this is the rebuild, count me out <laughs> anyway. Uh, All right. I guess we'll see. What do you say? We jump into some pigskin pick them. Let's do it. Let's get an update from last week first. Yes. Um, so I was upset because first of all, it's a down week for everybody. Cause just, ridiculous uh, results. So Kyle and I, and we mentioned this on Tuesday, I did the spoiler alert, but Kyle and I were tied going into Monday night. And so we knew one of us was going to have to win based on the tiebreaker because we both had the Eagles. Uh, Freaking, we split on the tiebreaker going into the last 10 seconds. And then he gets that stupid garbage touchdown literally at the buzzer. So he won the tiebreak. But overall, you are still sitting in the lead with a one-point lead over Leslie, Dirty Jalapeno. And with a two-point lead over me and a three-point lead over Kyle. So this is literally as close as it can get. This is packed in, man. It's pretty sweet. It's literally just been back and forth. I know you've been at the top spot for a little bit now, but it's been dwindling because you had like a six-point lead, like five-point, and now it's down to one. I am really tanking right now. Uh, I had to to build that lead. I had to get that lead in the first place. I didn't start out on top. No, I started out on top. Then I went wild. (laughs) I went went off the rails. This thing's gonna. I got a feeling this thing's gonna switch hands a few times before the season's over. So we'll see. I'm not gonna start. I'm not gonna start my victory lap anytime soon here. Oh no, 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 not at all. So it's it's gonna be fun down the stretch. It's really literally anybody's game. So it's it'll be interesting. 
All right, well, let's go ahead and make some picks then. Oh, I'm going to throw it to you first since this is your Titans against the Packers in Green Bay. Green Bay with that big win over Dallas, man. You getting a little nervous or what? I am getting a little nervous. I mean, we talked about this on Tuesday. Like, is this a turning point for their their season? Like the Buccaneers had a couple weeks ago. Like, right. I don't know. They found something with Christian Watson. He scares me, honestly. Um, nobody else on that team really scares me other than, of course, the quad father who is not doing anything. Right. Aaron Jones is tough. We got a good run defense. I think I think Jeffrey Simmons is going to play this week. He's been questionable. He didn't play last week. Really needed him last week. Um, we really need him this week because if he's playing, then our run defense is the best in the league. If that's right. the case, Green Bay's in trouble. Uh, I don't love that it's in Lambeau. That's the one thing that also bothers me. I wish this were a home game for the Titans. You know I got to go with the Titans, but this is kind of a pick them for me. So there was a headline that says Titans rule out four starters, multiple starters against the Packers. Yes. So, uh, not Jeffrey Simmons, though. Not Jeffrey Simmons. He was not in there. It was, I mean, you can, you can help me here. Ben Jones, the center. Is he a He's starter? A He's uh, actually a stud. Amani Hooker. Safety. He's good. Kicker, ben, Randy uh, Bullock. Yeah, I don't care. And outside linebacker, Bud Dupree. Ooh. Bud Dupree. And then Bud, Bud Dupree's been in and out of the lineup all year. Amani Hooker, our secondary is not spectacular and Amani Hooker is a good sure tackler, but he's, he's not like a great cover guy. Yeah. Kevin Byron's uh, the one you need back there. True. Maybe they'll sign Steven Guskowski, man. I mean, you were playing golf with him or he was in your backyard, kicking the ball around with Matt Ryan. We're playing uh, golf over here. They already Rodrigo. picked up somebody. I forget who it was. It's a, it's a tread retread. Rodrigo Blankenship or is he? No, still <laughs> no, no. Cody Parkey or somebody like that. Oh, Cody. Are we talking about double doink himself? Cody Parkey. Yeah, somebody like that. I think they, they want a double doinker. Nice. Uh, all right, so they went over to me. Yeah, um, it's interesting that you, you say maybe this is a turnaround. I think, honestly, that was kind of an anomaly for the Packers because they kind of just hit on all cylinders in that game. I mean, it was a very emotionally charged game. You know, Aaron Rodgers wanted to beat Mike McCarthy at home. So I'm going to go with the Titans just because they still got to show me something else. Um, if They've been too inconsistent and gross for too long to just say, oh, one game fixes it all. So... Tennessee has at least been consistent. They were hanging with the Chiefs. That was even with Malik Willis. Uh, Tannehill's back for his second game, so I'm going to go Titans. Yeah, Tannehill's looking like more comfortable in the pocket now. Yeah, Titans are six and seven in the last of the last seven. So six and one in the last seven. I was say, six and seven is not great. <laughs> of the last seven, <laughs> and they hung with the Chiefs, like you said, with Malik Willis. So that was yeah. impressive. All right, we got the Bears traveling to Atlanta to take on the Falcons. Who you yeah, uh, I mean, shoot. Had the Falcons actually done what they were supposed to and beat the Panthers, this might have been a little more questionable for me. But the Bears, I mean, Justin Fields is on a roll. I know you're you're loving that fact. And I honestly think he's going to continue that. I mean, he hasn't shown any signs of slowing down. I think the fact that they've unleashed him on the run is good. Now David Montgomery is the lead back. I think he can kind of get more comfortable in that knowing he's the guy. So I'm going to go Chicago. Atlanta's too weird in the wins and the losses. So I'm going Chicago. Atlanta has found a way to win some games they I don't think they should have. And uh, you say that if they'd have won that game um, against Carolina, you might have felt differently. But the Bears should have won that game against the Lions, too. And sure. they didn't. So they're finding ways to lose. Atlanta's kind of finding ways to win. I got to go with Justin Fields as well because I think he's kind of finding his mojo there. Yeah. But um, I don't feel super confident about this one either. This is one of those games the Falcons could definitely win. You'll be like, like whatever whatever pick, pick what team you are are you yeah. one that's plucky and, and wins these games you shouldn't or are you the shitty team that loses to the panthers and gives up 500 yards to the running back you cut i yeah i wish i wish they would just lose Choose one <laughs> just lose like you should you shouldn't be winning at all really so i wish you would just lose like you're supposed to and then we could see if desmond ritter's any good that's, that's all <laughs> i care about anyway Fair. 
All right, so now we've probably got more of a uh, an easier pick, but maybe not. Buffalo hosting the Browns, uh, six and three against three and six, just getting ready for Deshaun Watson. They hope Buffalo licking some wounds a little bit after that Minnesota loss. I hope they don't come come out on a hangover from that. Um, don't feel too sorry for yourselves. I got to go Bills on this one, probably pretty yeah. soon. Playing at home, it's going to be electric just because the Mafia is not going to let them lose two in a row. So I'm going Buffalo. Yep. All right, Eagles traveling to Indy to take on the Colts. Eagles licking their wounds as well. Matt yeah. Ryan and Jeff Saturday 1 and 0 together. Woo! I mean, huh? Matt Ryan, I saw some Nick Foles revenge stats. game. Come on. Huge revenge. So, Matt Ryan had what? Like a 39-yard run that pat last week or something like that. He looked like a young Tom Brady. Well, I was they, they showed some crazy stats like Matt Ryan's 39-yard run is longer than a run than all of these players in the NFL. And there were some big names. I can't think of it right now. It's escaped me. But there were some big names. I'm like, how is Matt Ryan? He's like bigger than Leonard Fournette. Najee than- Harris. Yeah. yeah. So it was Zeke. pretty funny. Yeah. But uh, no, I'm going to go with the Eagles here. The Colts are still, I mean, even though Matt Ryan kind of studies the ship a little bit, they're still not great. And Jeff Saturday is going to still have some growing pains as a head coach. Maybe he'll get that full-time tag. You don't know. But uh, Eagles are going to look for some revenge after their their stinging loss to the Commanders, so they want to right that ship. Going Eagles. Yeah, I don't think it's going to be a blowout though. It sounds like no. you're thinking it's going to be an absolute massacre. I don't think Colts, so. Uh, Colts are also that team that's that's just hanging in games where they shouldn't. You know, they beat the Chiefs like that. They beat the Chiefs like what the hell? Um, yep. So this would yeah, be a good one to take uh, money line and, and take them as an upset pick because they have a good defense. Mm-hmm. If they're getting there, I mean, the thing we talked about Jeff Saturday was like, can he get the offensive line working in a way that works with the personnel that they have. Right. And you saw Jonathan Taylor break off some big runs, had a huge game. That's a fix in my book. I mean, that's a fix for me. So okay. you're seeing a lot from Paris Campbell all of a sudden in the slot. I mean, that's, I don't know. They'll be plucky. They'll be plucky. All right. Now we got my Patriots hosting the Jets. I mean, this is, uh, the world says it's basically a 50-50 split. And uh, I did not think the Patriots be, and again, the Jets are a weird team. And I'm sorry, I'm talking already before you even get to make your pick. But the Jets are the weird team. Well, they'll go lose to the Patriots, but then they'll go beat the Bills. So it's like, what? Uh, anyway, what you got? I, I'm sticking with this pick going forward. Without Brees Hall, the Jets will not beat the Patriots. I, I think I've I've kind of said that. My opinion of this team changed when he got injured. Yeah. I don't, I don't I don't know. I think James Robinson's a nice player. He's not Brees Hall good. You're right. He's not. And uh, you know, I, I've come around on the Patriots as especially when it comes to the Jets. Um, you know, I shame on me for picking against them last time. I just didn't think this was the Patriots team to beat him. But I'm gonna go with the Patriots as well, just because as you bell check and scheme, man, and as you mentioned, Brees Hall is a difference maker. He's not there. Zach Wilson's still trying to figure it out. And what better way to get lost than with Bill Belichick? Yeah, I completely agree. It's 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 exactly that. And I, I said this last year, and I felt like it was really appropriate. I'm starting to feel it again. I don't think the Patriots are good at no, all. I really don't think this is a good team. They're a very they're mediocre team. Once again, probably the best mediocre team out there. Because yeah. when they're mediocre talent-wise, they've got an edge with their coaching and their schemes. So yeah. that's the only thing. And it's Although, in Shout Fox, out to Shout out to Matthew Judon, current NFL leader at Sacks. So Matthew Judon's a beast, man. I yes. love that dude. He's a monster. All right, we get the Rams traveling to New Orleans. We don't know if Stafford's going to be playing. We know Cooper Cup's not going to be playing. It looks like Andy Dalton's going to get the start one more time. What's going to happen here? Man, the Saints, I keep getting screwed over with the Saints. Whenever I don't pick them, they win. Whenever I do pick them, they lose. Uh, the Rams I've been a little more consistent on, but honestly, the Rams have just been so bad. And... I know Dalton's not been great, 
and they still have those injuries. But I'm going with the Saints just because Walford is has not looked good. Um, I hope it's a high scoring game because then that means actually no, because you have Kamara. So I hope it's a mediocre scored game with Allen Robinson getting a lot of touchdowns, but the Saints win. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going Saints at home just because the Rams are in such a free fall. That's a really tough one for me, man, because yeah. the Saints are really looking terrible. I don't, I don't know what happens. They were like competitive and then all of a sudden they just suck. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to very hesitantly take the Saints at home as well. Man, okay. Without yeah. Cooper Cup, I think this Rams team is a bunch of nobodies. I really do. That's, I mean, yeah. that's just, that changes your entire team, really. I wonder, we got to look in the history books. The last time two Super Bowl teams did not, neither of them made the playoffs the following season. I know the Bengals are in the playoff hunt right now, but uh, Rams are not looking that way. So it would be interesting. It's, it's very common for one of them not to. I can't It's remember. very common for the runner up to not make the playoffs. That is, is that what very it is? common. But okay. for both, I don't know when the last time that happened. Yeah, I know the last time the Super Bowl champion did not make the playoffs, or one of the times was when the Patriots won in a one. They did not make it in 2 They were like nine and seven. Uh, so anyway, there you go. There's one. All right, now we got the two and O Lions against the seven and two Giants. Two and O Lions. Watch out! Ever okay. since that that uh, video, you were right, man. Peyton Manning and Jeff Daniels—they reversed the curse. That's me today, Jeff Daniels. I did That's it. True. That's true. Uh, Harry Dunn, it was, it was a bathtub full of bourbon, which I'm, yeah. I'm in on. Personally. You're fine. I was about to go sip that whole thing up. Yeah. I'm, I think this could be a really good game. Actually. Um, I, I think the lions are better than the record. Uh, I think the giants are not as good as their record. Right. I'm going to stick with the giants on this one because, um, they're doing something right and they're getting things together and Saquon is a difference maker and the Detroit backfield is not healthy. If Deandre was healthy, I might, I might lean lions here, but they don't have a real difference maker in the backfield right now. I think Jamal's a really good player. Yeah. Um, he's not he's not Saquon. And uh Amon Ra is a better receiver than anybody in New York has, but they're getting it done either way. At home, I'm gonna go Giants. They actually have a good defense. The Lions do not. Yeah, I don't know why it's 88-12%, though. Um, honestly, I it was kind of I was going back and forth with this game just because of the Lions do are it. plucky too. See, do it. except for the Patriots game, you know, they've been really plucky. I mean, with the Bears game last week, they did get some help. Obviously, Jeff Akuda's uh, Jeff Akuda's going return. wild. He's doing he, Irish Irish jigs. He's doing all kinds of crazy they're stuff. They're finally saying he's not a bust anymore. So, I mean, that, he's got that going for him. <laughs> so, I actually was a little hesitant with Do this it. game just because I, I had that that thinking. Um, I currently have it clicked as New York Giants, but I really want to unclick it. Do it. I'll let you, you do know it. What? Let's go wild. I'm going to unclick it. Let's just yes. go Lions. Yes. I don't hate the pick, honestly. And I agree. It shouldn't be 88-12. That's people just picking based on records, obviously. But right. um, I think it could be a really good game, really. I hope so. I just, again, even if they lose, I hope it's a good game just for the Lions' sake. Because I mean, I just don't hope. I hope they just don't have what they did against the Patriots and the second half against the Cowboys. Other than that, they've been in every game. And- I got to say, I'm, I'm a little bit worried. I'm channeling. I got my Dory Jackson uh, Titans jersey on today. Because once again, as I've mentioned before, I bought the jersey and he got traded away immediately. Yes, um, but he's now one of the top corners for the Giants. He's playing his butt off, and I'm really worried. Do not shut down my man Amon Ra, please. <laughs> Take it easy, Adori. Take it easy. Yes. Uh, Kings right. Hawaiian million dollar showdown. Is that this game? Is that this one? Was that this game? That might. might I don't have game. it. It's only you who gets those ads. I don't have it. Oh man. Well, I do love Kings Hawaiian bread. They are good. Shout out Kings Hawaiian pool boys. All right, we got the Panthers 
traveling to Baltimore to take on the Ravens. PJ Walker is out for this game. Baker Mayfield is starting. <laughs> is in difference maker. I think I, I just said that game. randomly, not for any uh not for any effect, just to just factually. That's true. Now who I do think, you pick? I think I can finally pick the Ravens with confidence. This is finally the time I can. So Baltimore. Yeah. They don't have enough right now. But whatever. Coming off their buy, I think they're fine. Yeah, who cares? Um Kenyon Drake has been nice for them. Gus Edwards might be coming back this week, which would be a nice boost for them as well from a depth perceptive perspective. Uh, Mark Andrews, I think, is still questionable. Haven't heard an update on him. Maybe we'll check him in the last five minutes here. Yep. Isaiah likely filled in pretty nicely for him while he was out. But yeah, I had no faith in, in Baker Mayfield. Yeah. Okay. All right. Now we got those commanders knocking off those Eagles going to Houston. Can the commanders get over 500? I think they absolutely can. I think uh, Nathan Favre, our man, is a baller. We've mentioned this. He's a gamer. Now, this would be a prime spot for him to throw three picks yes. and two pick sixes. A huge letdown game. Be a prime spot for him to do that because that's why he's not a starter in the NFL. But uh, I'm riding high on that. I think they're going to be – they're emotional, man. They're, they're, Ron Rivera is getting all the love. I mean, they're, they're really – they're feeling pretty special in the locker room right now, and that means something, you know, especially with all the other drama they've got going on in the front office. So What you're saying is there's a chance. Hit me with it. Just give it to me straight. I came a long way just to see you, Mary. Just least you can do is level with me. What are my chances? Not good. You mean not good like one out of a hundred? I'd say more like one out of a million. So you're telling me there's a chance. Yeah! What you're saying? You're saying there's a chance. Uh, yeah, I, I too am going to go with the commanders, but you're right. This could be a classic, it's a trap, or it's a trap. It's where, a trap. Uh, it's a trap. They overlook the Texans. They might have their eyes starting to think about that playoff picture. And then they just think, oh, this is an easy one. It's a gimme. We just beat the Eagles, the best team in the league. Um, so, I mean, it, it's I'm going commanders. But it could, as you said, be a classic game where Heineke throws 30 interceptions in one half. So, Yep. Very true. Very true. All right. Raiders and Broncos. Ugh. Ugh crap fest. Ooh. Who would have thought that at this point in the year, these teams would be a combined 5-13? and 13? Well, this was before the season. This was – the far and away the best division in football. Yeah. We're like this is going to be an incredible division. Devontae Adams honestly, is going to Vegas. Russell Wilson is Denver. Wouldn't you say it's, it's bottom half? Obviously the worst is yep. the NFC North. NFC North is the worst. The Vikings have something to say about that. Come on. AFC South is there. <laughs> AFC South is definitely there. Uh, but shoot. Well, I was just also reading an article that for the first time in however many years, the AFC East could have all four teams. Like it's It's not going to happen. But there's a possibility they're all over 500. Uh, anyway, going back to wild. this game, I mean, the Raiders can at least put up points. The Broncos cannot, and it's just so crazy, man. I know Judy's hurting, um, so I'm going crazy here. Maybe this is going to be my the Achilles heel. I'm going Raiders on the road. I was going to go Broncos so easily in this game, even though I have no faith in them. But at least they have a really, really good defense. The only thing that gives me pause is the emotion that Derek Karsha, which sounds He's crazy. He is, he is not happy about the way that game went last week with the Colts. Um, this is like gut check for them, you know. And teams that get backed into that kind of a corner tend Watch to out. come out 
and play their butts off, you know? Well, and I mean, they just had to come out uh, out or saying they backed Josh McDaniels. And yep. so he's got to come out and say, all right, now I got to back this up. So I, I it's kind of like when they fired Gruden last year that then they got emotionally charged and went on that run. So maybe I'm not saying they're going to the playoffs this year, but maybe this is a time where it's like, all right, let's just show them we're not a joke here. Like we can, we can do this. So that's, yeah, that's why I, I can really agree. It's mainly me for the offensive numbers. I know the Broncos have a great D, but they have the ability. Josh Jacobs playing out of his mind. They still got Devontae Adams. I mean, Derek Carr shows he can do it. Um, and now he's 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 doing it. Yeah, I'm I'm man, I'm really to- I'm really torn on this one, you know, for all the reasons we just mentioned. I'm gonna go Broncos at home. That's fair. I think ultimately defense will win, but um this is not gonna stun me if the Raiders come out and play out of their mind. They could get it's gonna be like one of those games they get up like 14 0 in the first quarter, and you're like, Whoa, who is this team? You well, know? then they classically lose it in the fourth, so it's fine. Well, <laughs> the, the, the Broncos can't score 14 points, so that would be the end of the game, but it, it could happen. Yeah, all right. Now we got all the right. Cowboys off that upset in Green Bay going to the Vikings, who are riding high. Kirk Cousins with all that ice on his neck. Watch That's right, out. man. This is this is gonna be a great game. This is going to be maybe the game of the week. I mean, this is a good one because these are two playoff teams. Um, they're getting healthier, at least. Uh, Trayvon Diggs versus Justin Jefferson is going to be epic. I mean, really excited to see that. Um, I don't know, man. I, I really don't know. I think I'm. I think I'm going to go Vikings at home, but the Cowboys need to bounce back from that Green Bay. That was a bad loss, man. That, that was a bad loss. Need to bounce back, and the Vikings on. could have a letdown after beating the Bills too. So, like, true. there's a couple like opposing forces that really could even this out. I'm gonna stick with a hot hand on the Vikings for now, though. I too am going with the Vikings, basically because also now that the Eagles lost, the number one seed is up for grabs, and you know, good point. So that they might have their eyes on that as well, saying we have no chance for a letdown. We can't give ourselves too much of a pat on the back for beating the Bills the way we did. We still got bigger things on the horizon, and this is also a good test for them. You know, people. One of the big things they're saying is, you know, that all their wins have been by one score, or so, it's pretty ridiculous on just about all of them. And so they need to show that. And they're saying, oh, the schedule hasn't been that great. Other than the Bills, the teams haven't been that strong. So this is a chance to go up again, as you said, against a playoff team, and you know, kind of show who they are. So going Vikes. Yeah, this would be a good one. At least it's not in prime time. We all know Kirk Cousins can't play in prime time. <laughs> he doesn't stay up that late. He's got to go to bed. All right, Bengals heading to Pittsburgh, take on the Steelers. Intra divisional rivalry here. Yeah. How about the Bengals? Are- shade thrown on a man. Bengals are 0-4 in their division right now. So they need a divisional win. They need this revenge game. Uh I mean, they're coming off their bye week. Joe Mixon off his five touchdown day. I'm going Bengals. Yeah, I um I've been pumping up the Steelers quite a bit on this podcast. I've been saying this is going to be a good second half team. They're going to come back and surprise some people. I think there are too many forces working against them in this game in particular. Yeah. You got bye week, revenge game, Bengals 0 and 4, and they're 0 and 3 in their division. That's too many things, I think, for the Bengals to not come and smash here. But if if this were like first game of the season and these Which teams playing the way they've been playing, I might have gone Steelers here at home. I'm still tempted, honestly. I really am. But uh, after the Bengals just throttled the Panthers, I was like, oh, uh, <laughs> oh give them a little bit of credit. Yeah, uh, maybe they're making the playoff form, they're rounding the playoff form. I don't know. I'm gonna go Bengals, but that's another one where I wouldn't be afraid to take a money line bet on that one and see if it pays out pretty well. You love you some Kenny Pickett. Yes, you do. <laughs> All right. Now we got the Chiefs heading to those banged up Chargers. Who you got? Uh Chiefs. Yeah, I'm just gonna go <laughs> Chiefs. 
<laughs> Same here. I mean, the yeah. Chargers have just been very disappointing. The, the Niners game would have been a good statement win, and I know they're still not a full health with no Mike Williams, Keenan Allen, and even Herbert's getting a little banged up back there, but they just can't keep losing these games, and you're going up against a better team. This is a Chiefs team that throttled the 49ers that's now coming into play, so I'm, I'm going Chiefs. Yeah, I think um, Mike Williams might be back this week. That would be a nice boost. They need to get Williams and Keenan Allen back. Until they do that, I, I have trouble picking this team against anybody who's good. And the Chiefs have been looking so, so good recently. Yeah. So, yeah, I got I to gotta go Chiefs here. Okay. All right, Monday Night Football. This game is in Mexico City. So Woo! this is going to be kind of interesting. Really high altitude there. It's higher than mile high even. So um, this is a good one. So you got San Francisco and the, and the Cardinals. Not really a home game for Arizona. Like I said, it's in Mexico. So uh, what do you think is going to happen here, man? We're going to see Kyler. Is it going to be Colt McCoy? I love that you're always commenting on the geographical factors. Oh, they can't go coast to coast. Like, oh, this one's a little temperature. Ooh, this one's high, mile high. Watch out. I love altitude's it. A, altitude's an issue, man. You're yeah. going to see people with freaking oxygen masks on the uh, on the sidelines. Fun the side story game. about altitudes. Uh, when I was with the manager with the Wake Forest basketball team, we were playing at New Mexico. That's when they had Danny Granger, who was awesome, and we were a really good team. Uh, but New Mexico, the University of, is also a mile high above sea level. And there are signs all over the arena just saying, you know what, be careful. It's easy to get winded. Just we're a mile high. You know, obviously to get in your heads and all that. So we had a uh, pregame shoot around and Coach Prosser said, Ethan, I want you to go up to the uh, concourse and just make sure no one's watching our practice. I'm like, okay, no problem. So the pit is literally a pit. It's where, dug out in the ground, isn't it? Yeah, it's dug out of the ground. It's literally just straight down. Yeah. So I had to climb up all the stands. I get halfway up those, and I thought I was going to die. <laughs> I was just like. He was oh, just geez. messing with you, by the way. You said what? He was just messing with you. There's no reason for you to go check the concourse. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, ah, gotcha. I got gotcha, you, fool. <laughs> uh, I was literally dying halfway up. And by the time I got up to the top, I think I was lying on the floor, uh, just crawling around the concourse. Luckily, no one was filming it. So we were Army crawling like, is anybody up here? Who's here? <laughs> anybody? Okay. No one so, could possibly get up here. It's too high. It does make a difference. You are correct. So it's Oh, just kinda... well, how about that? <laughs> but I am also not a professional athlete by any means. Uh, anyway, regardless of this, going to the game, I'm going Niners here just because they are locked and loaded. I mean, they are stacked right now, and they're all playing together. Uh, Debo and freaking Christian McCaffrey in the same field. Niners. With George Kittle, who's like an elite tight end. Who's and coming back now. Number two. And Elijah Mitchell's healthy, and they're splitting carries now in the backfield, which sucks for a Christian McCaffrey owner. But like, those are two running backs that are top tier guys. So yeah, I'm with you. I'm going to go Niners as well, mostly because I don't know what Kyler's going to do. Um, the Arizona defense has actually been solid recently. It has. So give them a little bit of credit. JJ Watt's back and healthy. Um, give them a little bit of credit there. But I got to go Niners, man. I think that that's a better all around team. Okay, tiebreaker. How many points in this game? This okay. is what screwed me. Damn you, Kyle. Okay, this one is going to be. 24 14 38 points. Ooh, originally I had 38 points. I changed it to 40. Okay. All right. I had 38. Damn it. <laughs> Damn That's really it. good. We'll see. We gotta get Fanacek and figure out what he's the points master. Yeah. We nailed it last time. Dang. Okay, so there we have it. There we go. All right. Boom. Pigskin pick them in Z books. I like it. I think it's time for a little trivia for dumb and dumber. Dumb and dumber trivia. You know, I actually, so there's a lot of movies that we talk about that I'm like, I haven't seen that in 20 years. It's kind of your, I know you make fun of me all the time because I watched a bunch of movies 20 years ago, apparently. They did. Uh, 15, 20 years ago. But this one I rewatched like within the last year. I rewatched really? it. Really? 
Yeah. I need to. I, need I hadn't to. seen it in a long time, and I don't know it nearly as well as you do. I can't quote this movie that much. And I know some of the major quotes, obviously, but I can't walk around and have a conversation with somebody. Like Anchorman, I could do the whole movie, but this right. one, not, yeah, not me. So um, I did come up with some trivia for you. I think it'll be pretty easy. Okay. Um, we'll see how you do. Oh, man. I hope Jonah's not listening and I get him like 0 for 5. You'll be fine. You'll be fine. All right. Number one. What is the name of the pet store that Lloyd wants to open? <laughs> isn't it like, isn't it just worms or got worms? I think it's just worms. You almost got it. It was, I got worms. I got worms. I said, I got worms. Yeah, that's close. I got worms. Got worms. Yeah. <laughs> I got worms. I got worms. I love they have the little tank in their in their apartment. Yeah, yeah. Building it's like up their farm with worms. Okay, we'll give you a half point on that one. Oh come on! I said got worms. It's I got worms. So give you me said two worms. thirds. Then you I said got maybe worms. got worms. I'll take Three two quarters. thirds. Two thirds. Three quarters. Fine. Okay. How much money was in the suitcase? Oh God. Ten million. One million dollars. Oh, I was gonna say one million. That was ninety-two. That should have been much lower. Oh, we're having a little Rocky flashback here. <laughs> what state does Lloyd originally think Aspen is in? <laughs> uh, does he think it's California? He thinks it's California. Nice <laughs> play. Nice play. There you Never go. been to California. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They're like I thought the Rockies would be a lot rockier. That John Denver's full of shit. <laughs> okay they go to a um we'll call it a soiree or a gala of sorts yes. is a preservation benefit for what spotted owls or snow owls we'll snow take owl. either one of those yes yeah. snow well owls done. and fun well, fact he kills one of them <laughs> he does he does kill one of them while he's there <laughs> that he is a fun fact okay um i got a multiple choice for you and if you need it okay last question so we're saying you're about three and three quarters out of four, four, right? Nope. <laughs> Two and three quarters out of four. Uh, oh, what yeah. did Lloyd say was the worst possible death someone could get on their way to the airport? I, I need the multiple choice. I'll give you multiple choice and this will probably give it away for you. Flying off a cliff, flying over a bridge, getting trapped under a gas truck or a head on crash. Jeez. Same again. Flying off a cliff. Flying off a cliff. Flying over a bridge. Flying over a bridge. Getting trapped under a gas truck. I mean, I'm just going to go with gas truck. That just sounds... Head-on crash. Yeah, I agree. I uh, Actually, this is one that was like, when I was looking at trivia, it was like, pop quiz, a user submitted question or whatever, and it, it lets you answer it. And I was like, yeah. it's got to be the gas truck. It's a really <laughs> specific death. And that is correct. Getting yeah. trapped under a gas truck would be the worst yeah. possible death. <laughs> Yeah, that would be pretty bad. Not going to lie. That would be pretty bad, actually. But um, yeah, boom. Three and three quarters out of five. All right. I'll take it. I'll we'll round up it. to four stars on that one. Well done. I thought you were going to ask me, uh, what was the name of the grooming business that Harry worked for? Okay. Would you Old Mutt Cuts. Old Mutt Cuts. Mutt Cuts. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. That's right. All, All right. right. Well done. Well done, sir. I knew it was one million. I don't know why I said 10. That was dumb. That was dumb. Especially, I love all the IOUs. Like, those are as good as money. <laughs> those, <laughs> what are these? Those are IOUs. Those are as good as money. <laughs> oh God, it's so funny. It was a, it was really funny rewatching because I hadn't seen it since the nineties. You know? Oh yeah. 
20 years ago. It wasn't one that I watched a lot of. Like a lot of people, it's a cult classic and people have watched it over and over and over again. Yep. I'd only really seen it once or maybe twice, you know? So rewatching it, I was like, yeah, this is this is hysterical. Oh, yeah. I just love how Harry Dunn, Jeff Daniels goes from, you know, crapping himself on the toilet with the explosiveness and then to hosting the newsroom. It's just it's quite the quite the range he has. It's that range, man. Yeah. Yeah, range. All right. Well, that'll do it for trivia time. Woo! We owe the people an update on Run Your Pool. And last week was a good one for you. Was. Certainly better than mine. You won 126 to 96. 96, woof. That was not good. Sub 100, not good. That sounds like a standard Ethan score. What are you doing? 126, also not great, but pretty solid. Pretty solid. You had good performances for Stefan Diggs. I'm on Ross well, Brown. Especially later into the season where the player pool is getting so thin. It's like... It it's, is thinning out quite a bit. That is, that is very true. Um, so let's give the people our lineup. You're down, you're down uh, about 100 points on the year. That narrowed your lead by 30. So that was yeah. that was good. But still a long way to go. But like you said, getting pretty thin. And my lineup, and I don't know how yours is, but mine is not ideal. <laughs> um, there's like a couple names, but some are like, oof. Yeah, I've still got a few stars left, but like, and I and I held off on, I still have Dalvin Cook waiting, but this isn't the week I wanted to use him against Dallas. So I'm hopefully he doesn't get Christian injured. McCaffrey. So I'm, I don't know when to use him. Yeah. Uh, he's starting to lose uh, his his work workload, so you might want to go ahead and dump that in there. All right, let's All right. give the people what they want. Who you want? Quarterback. You want me to go first. I'll go I'll give go you first. my quarterback first. My quarterback is Dak Prescott this week against Minnesota in a ho- hopeful shootout. Uh, well, I'm going with your boy Justin Fields. Hopefully, he keeps his streak going. Ugh, I mean, you hadn't played him yet. I was hoping I would never have to face him. I was hoping <laughs> you'd forget about him. <laughs> hey, who's this guy? Running back to go along with Dak Prescott, I'm going Tony Pollard this week. I, I'm I'm hopeful that Zeke will sit one more week out to get fully right. healthy, both because I have Zeke in one league, unfortunately, and also because I need to use Tony Pollard in this thing, and I forgot to use him the week you used him. I was thinking about using this guy last week, and I should have. Uh, Devin Singletary got a couple touchdowns, so hopefully he can keep that going. Nice. I'm going with Brian Robinson on the commanders on this one. Houston has a putrid run defense, and I it think is. it's going to be – the Brian Robinson and the Antonio Gibson show. I think they're both going to have big games. Okay. I'm going with uh, the guy you used last week, which was a, or two weeks ago, uh, Deontay Foreman. Um, he's, again, another guy who's been running well and seems to be kind of the, the big spark there. Yeah, he's a stud. He's a legit stud. Okay. For my first wide receiver, I am going in that Steelers game with Deontay Johnson. I'm hoping for a touchdown this week. Field Yates is calling a touchdown, I think, um, or maybe it was uh, – uh, Andy Holloway on the fantasy footballers. One of them is calling a touchdown for Deontay Johnson. Oh, wow. He's calling due. It. He's due. So I think um, last week, Deontay Johnson leads the league in targets without a touchdown. He's wow. like 90 targets or something without a touchdown. And and Chris Godwin was second in the league going into last week with like 80 something targets. So Godwin got, he his, got his touchdown, touchdown last week. So now it's Deontay's turn. Okay. Uh, I'm going with the running back at the wide receiver position. Cordarell Patterson. Oh, that's garbage. That is garbage. <laughs> I forgot he's on the side as a wide receiver still. Yeah. Whatever. Maybe he'll get like six carries. Screw you. Okay. In the Thursday night showdown tonight, I'm going Christian Watson. I told you he's scared. I'm, I'm going with it, man. All right. Uh, I'm going with Deontay's uh, wingmate, George Pickens. Yep. I love Pickens, man. I'm starting him in a couple of leagues, actually. And uh, I, I think either one of them could have a good game, but. Um, I'm just hopeful that Deontay gets his touchdown. But yeah, I, I like Pickens rest of the season a lot. Okay. You do love those Steelers. 
Tight end. I'm going Tyler Higby. The Tyler vacuum Higby. sucking up all those targets vacated by Cooper Cup. <laughs> I'll take the Niner himself. Kittle. Nice. All right. Don't forget about the altitude, though. He's going to be true. winded. He's going to be gassed. At my flex, I'm going very hesitantly and very hopefully Cortland Sutton. <laughs> He's been actually really good this year. He's just, uh, it's sort That's of like boring. a maybe Jerry Judy doesn't play kind of thing. Yeah. And if he doesn't, I mean, Vegas is a bad defense. So they do. We'll see. Uh, I forgot about, I put this guy here, my anti boyfriend, but he had a huge game. Joe Mixon. That's a tough pick this week, man. The Pittsburgh run defense looked good last week. I don't know. I got TJ Watt back. It was more that idea of what you were saying early on the season, play them before they get hurt. I'm like, yeah, let's just get them in there. That's what I'm worried about. Dalvin. I still haven't played him. And I'm like, I've got to get him in a lineup. (laughs) Just a matter of time. All right. I'm taking Brett Maher, the kicker for Dallas. Give me Graham Gano. Give you Graham Gano. He's on the giants or is he? He's a giant. And then I'm taking Baltimore's defense against Baker Mayfield. (laughs) I, I, I was this close to doing that one, but I went with the bills. I guess yeah, Leo's. pretty solid. Not the Lions, excuse me. Uh, who are the Bills playing? I already forgot. Who are the Bills playing? They're playing. Oh yeah, the Browns. <laughs> the Browns. Oh wolf. Yeah. So they have. Okay, it. so I have got I've got Dak Prescott, Tony Pollard, and Brian Robinson, Deontay Johnson and Christian Watson, Tyler Higby at tight end, flexing Cortland Sutton, Brett Maher, and the Baltimore defense. And I got Justin Fields, Devin Singletary, Deontay Foreman, Cordero Patterson, George Pickens, George Kittle, Joe Mixon, Graham Gano, and the Bills defense. Yeah, you've got a lot of running backs. You got four running backs on there. Stuck <laughs> <laughs> in an extra. Yeah, that's a that's tough, man. Deontay Foreman scares me. Justin Fields, obviously. Ridiculous. There we have it. Okay, man. Well, we'll see what happens here. We need to do it, do it better of the week. We do need to do a better of the week. What hmm. game are we opposite on here? I got to find one. We are opposite on the Lions oh, you took the and Vegas. the Giants. Yeah, we got Broncos and the Lions-Giants. Yeah, so Broncos-Raiders, Lions-Giants. Okay, what do you want? Which game? Yeah, we'll do let's a little with, draft. Let's go with Raiders-Broncos just because we don't have anybody on those teams. Yeah, and we've done Lions on like a bunch of these. Yeah. Jared Goff is in the do-it-bet almost every week. <laughs> And he's on the weekly do it. And bet. he's on the weekly do it. Bet, he finds so. his way into the weekly do it bet and the season long. every time. <laughs> okay. So let's do a little draft. Get up your wheel of names. All right. Let me get that wheel of names. Did you see I used the wheel of names when I had fan check on? I did. I loved it. So I should have been more we... gentlemanly and just let him have the first pick, but no, I'm, I'm a jerk. You are a jerk. And that's how it should be. Uh, so what are we doing? Like four players again? Same four players. Okay. Let me get our names in here instead of Allie and Beatrice. I wonder if it's always the same names. I All right. Is, I have Beatrice too. Whenever I pull it up, I am blue. You are red. Boom. Da, 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 da. Spin that wheel. Uh, uh, Ethan. Got it. All right. I'm going to go with Derek Carr. Okay. Well, oh, I know who you're going to go with, son of a B. I have to take Russell Wilson because I can't let you have two quarterbacks. Ooh, good. Sweet. Um, I'm going to go with uh, Devontae Adams. Ah, I thought you were going to go. So I'm going to take Josh Jacobs. I thought you were going to take both of those guys. Jacobs and Adams. Yeah, I would take Jacobs, but I'm afraid Denver's defense. I don't want to I don't want to load up against them. That's fair. So I'll okay. take Russ and Devontae Adams. You've got Carr and Jacobs. Yes. Solid. All right. So I think Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs are going to have more fantasy points than Devontae Adams and Russell Wilson. Do it. Do it. 
I think it. Russell Wilson and Devontae Adams have more fancy points. Derek Carr and Josh Jacobs, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it, do it. Do it. Got, Kula, do it, do it. You got to say the do it. You got to say the do it. <laughs> you know, I I, uh, I caught a little bit of flack. Fanacek was he, he he heard us mentioning that, and he said, "Listen, man, that's that's kind of your thing, man. I didn't want to like." <laughs> I don't want to like jump in on that. And I was like, you just didn't want to sound stupid. <laughs> There's a bunch of idiots on here. Like, you know what it's like. I get it. I get hey, it. if you're a guest host, you have all the resources available to you. Everything's up for grabs. So that's true. Yeah. You're able to move into our houses, like, you know, take on our, you know, take on our lives, our children, Be all that. Very and disappointed. Live our life for a while. Yeah. <laughs> guest host. Yeah. So there we all go. Right, man. Whew. All right. So that was a lot going on. A lot of week 11 preview. Uh, you and I had two different games, so we'll see how that works out. I already just got a text from Kyle saying who is winning. Uh, he's saying he, I was telling him this week that I was beating him, but he didn't believe it. So he wants you to fact check Kemper. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> how, do you, how do you not know this? Because he, he doesn't, this is a guy who doesn't set tiebreaker except for last week. This is the one time he does, and it screwed me. Uh, yeah. So anyway, as we can preview, pump for the games tonight. Your Titans in action. We'll see what happens there. So until next time, keep on folding. Hold it. <laughs>